0: And I am your other host, Yasmin Ahmed. Today, we will be talking about the impact of Franklin D. Roosevelt's New Deal plan and life in between the wars in America during the 1930s. To start off, the United States had been going through the Great Depression after the stock market crashed in 1929. During this time, President Herbert Hoover was in office, although he began to anger the people with his lack of action to help America out of the Depression, and also with how he handled the bonus marchers. This led to Franklin D. Roosevelt, also known as FDR, winning the next upcoming election in 1932 against Hoover. Even though FDR came from a privileged family, he still had liberal ideals. He has said things like, A conservative is a man with two perfectly good legs who, however, has never learned how to walk forward. With his liberal beliefs, he concluded that America needed a plan to solve the problems the Great Depression had brought. And this plan was called the New Deal. With one aspect of the New Deal, banking, FDR came out with multiple ways to reestablish the banks. To begin, Roosevelt claimed that within the first 100 days of his presidency, he was going to come out with many government reforms, making checking out banks one of the first few of them. Along with the Emergency Banking Relief Act, he declared March 5, 1933 to be a bank holiday, which shut down all banking in America for a few days so that Congress could rebuild and stabilize the nation's banking system by only reopening secure banks. The Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation, which was established to insure bank accounts up to $5,000, came out with the Glass-Steagall Banking Reform Act, which separated commercial and investment banking. Roosevelt also declared more ways to help the stock market to satisfy another aspect of the New Deal. FDR created the Federal Securities Act and also later established the Securities and Exchange Commission to enforce stricter control and honesty within companies so that Americans can have their faith in the stock market restored after the crash. Although the New Deal seemed so ideal, there were people that opposed this plan. For example, Huey Long, also known as the Kingfish was a Democrat that originally supported FDR, but then split because of his socialist beliefs. He later established a form called the Share Our Wealth Program, where they raised tax on the wealthy, leading to his motto, Every Man a King. Another example is Charles Coughlin. He was another person that supported Roosevelt at first, but then turned against him because he began to defend Hitler and Mussolini and became more anti-Semitic. With one aspect of the New Deal, banking, FDR came out with multiple ways to reestablish the banks. To begin, Roosevelt claimed that within the first hundred days of his presidency, he was going to come out with many government reforms, making checking out banks one of the first few of them. Along with the Emergency Banking Relief Act, he declared March 5, 1933, to be a bank holiday which shut down all banking in America for a few days so that Congress could rebuild and stabilize the nation's banking system by only reopening secure banks. The Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation, which was established to insure bank accounts up to $5,000, came out with the Glass-Steagall Banking Reform Act, which separated commercial and investment banking. Roosevelt also declared more ways to help the stock market to satisfy another aspect of the New Deal. FDR created the Federal Securities Act and also later established the Securities and Exchange Commission to enforce stricter control and honesty within companies so that Americans can have their faith in the stock market restored after the crash. Although the New Deal seemed so ideal, there were people that opposed this plan. For example, Huey Long, also known as the King Fish, was a Democrat that originally supported FDR but then split because of his socialist beliefs. He later established a form called the Share Our Wealth Program, where they raised tax on the wealthy leading to his motto, Every Man a King. Another example is Charles Coughlin, he was another person that supported Roosevelt at first but then turned against him because he began to
1: defend Hitler and Mussolini and became more anti-Semitic. Though there were many aspects and opinions regarding FDR's New Deal plan, there were undoubtedly both successes and failures that arose among this operation. Though the New Deal plan reduced employment by 7 million, implemented the concept of soil conservation schemes, prompted the recovery of the stock market and overall economy, transformed Tennessee Valley, and even was the prime reason why Roosevelt had been reelected. Six million individuals were still out of work and unemployed. There was a population decrease. There was an apparent segregation movement among races, primarily toward the African-American population, and women were still limited to smaller roles within society. Nevertheless, FDR and the New Deal had prompted a great shift within America as a whole.
0: In the journal article, The Great Depression and the New Deal, John Hardman discusses the impact of the Great Depression and how he came up with a plan to solve it. In Franklin D. Roosevelt's first inaugural address, he states, The withered leaves of industrial enterprise lie on every side. Farmers find no markets for their produce the savings of many years and thousands of families are gone. More important, a host of unemployed citizens face the grim problem of existence and an equally great number toil with little return. In this quote, he describes the effect the Great Depression has had on the United States and how it has never had a severe blow to its economy like this. Roosevelt introduces the New Deal plan To benefit the economy and the lives of Americans. The Great Depression began when the stock market crashed on October 24th, 1929. The collapse made many businesses and banks close which caused millions of people to be unemployed. The agricultural portion of the economy had already been in serious trouble for years before the depression. It was almost eliminated altogether with the arrival of the Depression and the drought that led to the Dust Bowl, granted the damage. With Roosevelt's optimism and determination, he instructed Secretary of the Treasury, William Wooden, to draft an emergency banking bill on his very first night in office. Furthermore, the Civilian Conservation Corps brought relief to men between 18 to 25 years old. The CCC was run in a semi-military style and put these jobless young men in work camps for about $30 per month. About 2 million young men took part in this program. Congress also passed the Agricultural Adjustment Act to provide an economic relief to farmers by raising crop prices. Roosevelt later announced the Social Security Act in 1935 to establish the proposition of the clear social rights an individual has. This act created a social insurance program designed to pay retired workers a continuing income after retirement and created a system of insurance for the aged, employed, and disabled. Overall, America grew from Franklin D. Roosevelt's New Deal plan, and the many programs that were instituted during this time. In the journal article, The Great Depression and the New Deal, John Hardman discusses the impact of the Great Depression and how he came up with a plan to solve it. In Franklin D. Roosevelt's first inaugural address, he states, the withered leaves of industrial enterprise lie on every side. Farmers find no markets for their produce the savings of many years and thousands of families are gone. More important, a host of unemployed citizens face the grim problem of existence and an equally great number toil with little return. In this quote, he describes the effect the Great Depression has had on the United States and how it has never had a severe blow to its economy like this. Roosevelt introduces the New Deal plan To benefit the economy and the lives of Americans. The Great Depression began when the stock market crashed on October 24th, 1929. The collapse made many businesses and banks close which caused millions of people to be unemployed. The agricultural portion of the economy had already been in serious trouble for years before the depression. It was almost eliminated altogether with the arrival of the Depression and the drought that led to the Dust Bowl, granted the damage. With Roosevelt's optimism and determination, he instructed Secretary of the Treasury, William Wooden, to draft an emergency banking bill on his very first night in office. Furthermore, the Civilian Conservation Corps brought relief to men between 18 to 25 years old. The CCC was run in a semi-military style and put these jobless young men in work camps for about $30 per month. About two million young men took part in this program. Congress also passed the Agricultural Adjustment Act to provide an economic relief to farmers by raising crop prices. Roosevelt later announced the Social Security Act in 1935 to establish the proposition of the clear social rights an individual has. This act created a social insurance program designed to pay retired workers a continuing income after retirement and created a system of insurance for the aged, employed, and disabled. Overall, America grew from Franklin D. Roosevelt's New Deal, plan and the many programs that were instituted during this time.
1: And that concludes this week's episode of What I Learned in History Class. We want to thank you for tuning in to our discussion of the impact of FDR's new plan and life in between the wars in America during the 1930s, and we hope that you tune in next week.